It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Yeah. Hey, it's Friday. Hello. We made it. We made it. I didn't even realize we were starting yet. Gentlemen, <laughs> I know. I see you. We were having our usual <laughs> conversation. You've been out of here, bro. Oh, man. Where you been, bro? Listen, I'm here trying to keep up with G. Bush. He viral. Now. How did the game go when your daughters played each other it was right great. before Christmas? It was great. Maryland took down uh, Purdue for Wayne, but uh, it was great to see uh, all the girls uh, playing against one another. And uh, my oldest said, I mean, my youngest had 18, led the way for Maryland that night, and just yeah. to see them going against one another was. It had to be. It was. It was like a, a parents' unique. proud moment. It was. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That was good. I know we had talked before it. I know I. I yeah. said that's. I can't even yeah. imagine what no, that's going listen, to be I, like. I sat there and. Uh, part of Maryland gear, part of Port. <laughs> you got to support both. Sat behind the bench on one team, sat behind the bench on another team. Right? Crazy. It really it's is. It's crazy. Someone like the Harbaugh's in the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. as a parent, is, you're so proud, but you're conflicted. You don't yeah. know which way to go. Yep. Busy show as we wrap up the week. This is the final regular season uh, week of the regular season in the NFL, and then we've got no Brown stuff to talk about game-wise for another <laughs> eight months. Plenty to talk about. Ooh. There's drama. <laughs> There's going to be plenty to talk about throughout the next eight months. It wouldn't be December or January in Berea slash Cleveland slash Northeast Ohio <laughs> if there were not drama, sadly, surrounding the Browns. Yeah, we do lead the league in drama in this one. Without a doubt. So yeah. we're going to talk about what's going on with them. First quick teaser. We're going to preview Brown Steelers final week of the regular season. We're going to get into the clowny comments. Donovan Mitchell not playing tonight. Darius Garland not playing tonight. Feels like a white flag game for the Cavs as they head to Denver. We're still going to talk about Donovan Mitchell and how he sort of fits into this pantheon of great young players in mm-hmm. the NBA. And there really is a nice young wave of new superstars that I, w- I would say they're coming. I think they're already here. Uh, we're going to do pre-written headlines and DeQual Jackson. But first, a couple of quick updates. You may have seen the story overnight about former Browns running back Peyton Hillis, yeah. who was in an attempt to save his children, who he believed were drowning, actually ended up in critical condition. Now, I, I read this morning that they believe he's doing better, mm-hmm. and so he seems to be on the men, but that was pretty frightening. I know Peyton is an interesting guy. We've talked about him a little bit on this show. <laughs> interesting is, a, is an interesting choice of words there, I mean, isn't it, Bull? When he was here, that was like peak Brown's drama. I mean, <laughs> there were some crazy stories with him. He's wacky. But as wacky as he is, and as much as we may disagree about stuff personally, I actually I liked him. He was he was always too. fun. Yeah. He was always willing to talk, no matter how crazy he sounded sometimes. Uh, had story. And he was a fun story. He was actually a you know was, there was some craziness at the end, but that one year where he was great. Yeah. That Over was fun, and the fans yards. loved him. I had him on my show, and he's he was acting. 
So he was in a yeah. movie. He, right. was, he made his debut last year, yeah, right? Yeah. So he came on the show, was talking about his acting and, yeah. and different things like that. Um, but, I, you know, Peyton Hillis, man, is a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, it's he, like Jeremy Lin. Well, right? people yeah. forget that he ended up on the cover of Madden, which is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best Madden games that ever, ever, came out. ever, yeah. ever. It probably that was game. The that peak game. of Madden. Yeah, it was. I, I would agree with all of that. He was when they were doing the tournament. You remember how they would pit player yeah. against player? He would come into ESPN and they would do interviews. Okay. And I only interviewed him a couple times during that whole thing. But I, I found him to be eccentric, but engaging yeah. and a nice guy. He always I mean, seemed nice. So we're, we're certainly wishing the best for Definitely. Peyton Hillis. And if we get any updates, we'll pass them along. The other update, this is going to be the most fun I have all day, is talking about DeMar Hamlin. Sure. He, we told you yesterday, major, major improvement. After we left the air yesterday, his doctors had a news conference. This gave me goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want the soundbite? He could. Do you have it? Let's play it. Oh, yeah. Let's roll it. Yeah. Steve, I think Let's it's roll it. Okay, so do we... Give, do give we, me one sec. So well, I'll set it up. I don't know where you started the bite, but what, he was... He couldn't speak. He was still intubated. He has since been extubated. The tube is out, and he can talk. Before he could speak, he could only communicate by writing something down. And I don't know where you start the soundbite. But he was awake. He was alert. He was. He was squeezing family members' hands. hands. We had that update for you yesterday. But when he finally was able to communicate via writing, this is the first question he asked, which didn't surprise anybody that knew him. Let's take it, Steve. To paraphrase uh, one of our partners, you know, when, when he asked, did we win? The answer is yes. You know, Damara, you won. You won the game of life. Uh, and that's probably the most important thing out of this. And we really need to keep him at the center uh, of everything else that's going on. All right. That, I mean, that's uh, a football yeah. player right yeah. there, right? And I don't know what I love more, his yeah, question or the doctor's answer. Yeah. It gets better. Let's take tag board full. This yeah. came out about five minutes. Yeah, ago that was what I was going to get to next. There you go. Take it away. And this is unbelievable. He was FaceTiming individually yep. with players yep. this morning after he was extubated and could speak. He was FaceTiming with players. He has since FaceTimed into the team meeting today. Yeah. yeah. And he told the team, love you boys. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's is he yeah. sound like he's out of yeah. the woods. I mean, I, the worst of it. We're not doctors. Well, you, yeah. It certainly you, feels that you way. You heard the doctor. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you heard it, but the doctor said yesterday when they in the interview, they said when he responded, you know, the concern was, was he going to be mentally intact? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Not only was he mentally intact, the, the, I think the doctor's phrase was, oh, yeah, he, he, he's there. He's not only there, he's home. Wow. And then they're like, yeah, he's home. Because I, I know one of the big concerns was, was there any brain damage? Yeah. They, did, they really right. didn't know how long he was without oxygen to his brain. Right. We had a doctor on Channel 3 earlier this week and on this program. And one of the things that I took from those conversations was brain damage can begin at around three minutes without oxygen. You got about three minutes. And we don't know what that time span was. We just know that they were feverishly performing CPR. We do know that his heart stopped. He was without pulse. So this is all great news. This is all tremendous news. I'll tease our overtime segment for today. By the way, if you're not a Coaches Tier member, it might be worth paying the $4.99 a month for today's topic. Are we going to do the... The AFC craziness in overtime, or are we going to no, try we to do it right for final takes? Oh, so we'll do it in takes. this show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'll still tease our. I'll, I'll still tease our and coaches. And while you're there, you should be four ninety nine coaches team member because this weekend we're doing a group chat yes. that you can be part of. You Great. can ask us questions. We're going to answer. It's on an app called Haymarket. We already have thirty something people signed up. I've already told them we're still learning the app. Me and Anthony are trying to right. figure it out. It's not as simple as we thought it was going to be, but. 
we are perseverers. We are experimental <laughs> professionals, Anthony and I, and we're going to do our best to make our, it work. It's going to be cool. Good. Like, they're just going to see. They're not texting with us. They're just going to see our texts. Or, they can see know. our texts, and then they can text in. They and can they interact, too. Oh, we okay. can interact. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not still, exactly cool. uh, being part of the group chat, but they can kind of monitor it, see what we're talking about, and then and if ask you have questions, we could send them in, send okay. them out. The app, we I promise you, we're technologically proficient, not advanced. So mm -hmm. I'm just giving you all the fun. Right. There may now. be a kick up or two. We'll work through <laughs> it. Uh, the bottom line is fun. if you spend $4.99, you're joining our group chat session that is a blast every week. <laughs> um, so you're basically kind of in the family when you do that. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's worth the $4.99. Um, so the DeMar Hamlin thing is great news. Um, we didn't, you know, hopefully Peyton Hillis is on a similar trajectory, and he'll be um, out of the woods here before too much longer. I think his uncle longer. said there was improvement already for Peyton. Yes, he did. He said yeah. liver function was right. improving. His lungs so. were improving. That's great news. Um, and as we find out more about that story, we'll certainly pass it along. We're going to begin today with a story of dysfunction, of drama with the Browns, um, something that we're used to. Before we do that, McNuggets, do you want to read the Tri-C we do. We Promo. cannot talk about Jadavian Clowney without telling you guys that our Browns talk today is brought to us by Cuyahoga Community College. Tri-C supports their students financially, professionally, and personally, opening up doors of endless possibilities. Tri-C is where the future starts, and it starts right now. Classes begin January 17th, 2023. There you go. So you still have uh, another 11 days yeah. to get registered and, and get your Very life moving smart in a move. different direction. Yeah, it Very is a smart, smart move. move. Particularly now. Yes. Get get your two-year degree from Tri-C and save, save a money. ton of money. Then yeah. go and, and then go to, you know, four-year college Transfer after that. Transfer those credits. That's right. Yeah, it's, uh, it is a... Uh, it, it's becoming more and more popular to go this route. Yeah, and why it's so wouldn't expensive it be? To go to four when you look college. at the average cost of a four-year institution, oh, yeah. it's nuts. My yeah. goodness, yeah. I don't know how I don't know how families are doing it. Listen, I, I, I honestly I, don't know how. How much it. would Maryland be if you didn't have a, if she didn't have a scholarship? Man, I'd guess oh, in the fifties. I mean, you're in the fifties, sixty thousand. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Right. Tri C is is incredibly affordable. I, I yeah. just the education system and it needs it, it it's sucks. bad. But you know, you get a good try education at Tri C. Some of their program, I know their nursing program is really good. Sure. Uh, my, my wife used to work as a as a, a student advisor on you know Tri taking classes. Tri C is yeah. one, one of the, the best jewels in this county. It is. It, uh, it's, uh, it, it is. doesn't and, get a lot of hype, but it does. They do a great and job. You, and first class facilities, first class. This thing is not Good. what Tri C yeah. was back. Yeah. This is legit, legit. Right? So check them out. If you're yeah. sitting here watching us and, and thinking, you know, what's next in my life? Hey, right. Make a bold move and reach out to Tri-C. You have 11 days before the new semester starts. Okay. Uh, Browns news. I, no, this is a surprise to no one. Perhaps that it happened while the season was still ongoing. Mm -hmm. But yesterday, after we had left the air, um, Jadavion Clowney had spoken to Mary Kay Cabot, and she wrote a piece on Cleveland.com. I, I recommend you read it. It's thorough. It's, uh, it's well done, as usual, when MKC puts something out there. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
Jadavion had some pretty strong things to say about the Browns. I, I think you've built some quotes on Tideboard. Essentially, if we just surmise what he said. Yeah, we'll take it. Not Maybe. happy with where the Browns are right now and yeah, how they a, use Yeah, just them. a couple. It's a little tough to read, but he says the root cause of his unhappiness, which has lingered throughout the season, is that he feels the Browns have removed him from favorable matchups at various points throughout the year and put Miles Garrett against the lesser offensive linemen instead just to showcase their star defensive end. He says, quote, you're all trying to get somebody into the Hall of Fame when all that matters is winning. Everybody got here for a reason. We can all make plays. I know I am. Let's take the next one, Anthony. And he had one more. Uh, pretty much says they're doing everything they can to get Garrett's stats and taking him out of his own uh, personal gains. The Browns, he said, have, quote, got their own guys. I ain't one of them, so it's time for me to get my exit slip. And then when asked about switching positions and moving along the defensive line, he says, I'm not doing that bleep I'm old I've done my job I don't have time for that I've made my money I'm doing this because I love the game but keep doing things like that makes me not love this game yeah. essentially yeah. calling out the coaching staff for not yeah putting he's him going in the out with a, he's going out with a flamethrower I want to start it was with a public exit interview yeah. essentially exactly well, well let me, let me I, what, say he first. said he went from 95 percent we yeah. can upgrade that to 99.9 percent because the news this morning was the Browns have sent, his, yeah. sent yeah. him home Jay, yeah. first likely of all, he's played his last game first of all let me say kudos Browns. to you for crediting Mary Kay Cabot for that article from cleveland.com as uh, most people do unlike uh, some entities in this town that don't want to give people credit for the work they do. They want to just pretend the other entities don't exist. I'm not going to name any names. They know who they are. Uh, also, uh, Mike put up tweets from D-Man, who also works for Cleveland.com, and Emmett, who's on uh, ESPN Cleveland. So shout out to those guys for their transcri transcripts. Uh, anyway, the point of what you're saying of, of this thing is that, I listen, I, I'm okay sometimes when players call out coaches or whatever. But I think Jadavion Clowney. Now, this is the the Browns look bad here too. Sure, but Clowney looks really bad. I agree. I think he looks like a fool. Number one, he's talking about well, it's all about winning. Well, he said he wouldn't go in the game last week because at the, at the last second he claims they wanted to switch his spot with Miles Garrett. Well, if it's all about winning, Jadavion, then why wouldn't you go in the game? Even if you think the coaches are putting you in a tough spot, if you're really trying to win, then do it. Number two, is that a bad thing? I like. I don't know that any of us have studied the numbers on uh, whether whether he's actually right that Miles Garrett is getting the easier matchup. But if Miles Garrett is the best player, it seems to me, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, you play D-line G, that I'd want to put Miles Garrett on the weakest offensive lineman because he's my best player. He's your best chance of getting home. Exactly. So why wouldn't I do that? Jadavion Clowney at, was supposed to be a great pass rusher out of college. He's never been. He's never had double-digit sacks in his entire career. He almost did last year. Almost did last year. He's a good player, but he's not Miles Garrett. No. Nobody's saying he sucks or he's terrible. He's a good player. He's a good run stopper for a DN, but he's not a superstar. Miles Garrett is much better than he is. It's that simple. I think it. I don't think he intended it this way. I'll be fair to him, but I think he he in a way insults Miles Garrett with these comments. I, I, I don't think how so because he's making it seem like oh they're making it everybody just wants Miles Garrett to look good it's not about winning and and in, even though he's saying it's not Miles Garrett's fault that this happened you, you're saying he's a part of this conspiracy right. to just for him to win and get stats or not win for him to get stats and get into the Hall of Fame maybe but that he that nobody cares about winning except for him and that's ludicrous again the Browns don't look good here either. Uh, because this is now the second, you know, because Miles Garrett had the thing where he got suspended. They look bad and look dysfunctional, and that's on Stefanski ultimately. And I have lost a lot of faith in Stefanski. Over from, this? 
just in general over the last month or so, I've lost some faith. Yeah. I still wouldn't fire him, you know, as I've said consistently, but I've lost a lot of faith in him. I, I can understand. I, can, I am now uh, totally understand why people want him fired, and I hadn't even gone that far yet. But uh, in the end, I think Clowney looks the worst here, and he should definitely not play this last game, which he's not. Okay. <laughs> Clowney, obviously, as a player, somebody you say some things that you shouldn't say. You, you can think them. <laughs> But you shouldn't say them. Right. Okay. This is a case of that, right? Mary Kay just happened to be at the right place at the right time. He gave her the full bucket. Gave so, her that steak dinner. <laughs> right. So here's baked the, potatoes. So she's gonna, ta- she gonna take it. She gotta do her job right <laughs> up. Right. Gave her that so Cloudy doesn't look good. So Cloudy's not playing on Sunday. That's a given, right? Yeah. yeah. But again, it, it, Bullet really speaks to this, right? Because think about this. Maybe there's some merits and truth in here, right? Now, I don't care if you're the best player. I don't care who you're going against. You're the best on the best, right? Don't give me no weak matchup. Mm-mm. I want to see the best, right? So if, if, if part of it is true, it really speaks to how weak the Browns are, the coaching staff is, right? Because it doesn't matter who well, I line up against. Well, at one point, though, Brad, I, I understand Bull's point that if you can, if you can finagle it, to get your best against their weakest. Ultimately, it does give you the best chance of getting it. Isn't that what the Steelers did last year? Of course, that's what they did. They went right on Hudson and killed him all game. I'm not saying that on some cases, case by case, the best just going to be the best. That's what they're going to do. That's who they are. That's how they build. Against double teams or the best offensive linemen, it doesn't matter. That's who they are. That's how they separate themselves from the good from the great. But I will tell you this, what it speaks to, and I've been saying it for weeks. Nobody wants to buy what I'm selling. Savannah's got no control of this thing. It's out of control over there. These commentaries, these statements, these things, we're going to talk about keeping, co- this thing is out of control, right? And they talk about, I listen to, to people all, all across this town. Bring them back for another year, right? And I'm going to submit to, okay, it's probably going to happen. He's over his head. He's over his head, right? And it's coming out. It's coming out of the, out of the dam on all sides. G. Bush, you're nodding your head, so I think you're co-signing Brad here. You, you know, I, I, I said earlier in the year, this is just, these are symptoms, right? These are symptoms of a larger problem. I'd have been in locker rooms. Oh, my God. <clears throat> um, and, and the symptoms are, that's why I was so shocked and appalled of what a, a defensive coach said about the situation with the Bengals. When yeah, that lost. was embarrassing. When you do that, what happens is you lose... People start to think that they're going to go to your football DNA. Like, you don't know the game. Mm-hmm. And, and if your coach is directing you and you don't know the game, you lose all respect for it because now you acted out. So if you look through the timetable, mm-hmm. the Browns under Stefanski have had lots of these little fires, right? But that winning season did a lot. Think of how many players talked out of turn. We could go one by one. Well, first, you know, we had the OBJ thing, right? Mm-hmm. Second, you had Baker Mayfield. He's like, I'm playing, I ain't playing, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Then you had Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. I ain't getting the ball, I ain't getting touches. You had Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on around here. I got to get up out of here. Don't even give me no money. Then you come back this I year. I wouldn't count Landry because he was already gone. Well, well he, but, but, but he no, was but they had a chance to bring him back keep at a significantly going, less yeah. price, and keep he going, ended up going yeah. to New Orleans. We got more players. So we got some more Keep coming. Now you got Miles Garrett. Yep. He's like, uh, uh, you know, I'm, he just got in trouble. Mm-hmm. Then you got Jadavian Clowney, right? So look at these, look, and the common denominator is all of those names, every one of those guys have been pro bowlers. 
Top tier. Top tier at one point in time. Top in the tier. League, not Baker. Let me ask you this. But let, let me ask you this then. Do you think, G. Bush, that they smell weakness oh, yeah. in the oh, yeah. water? Oh, oh, because no question. you don't see pro bowlers with Bill Belichick no. acting out like this. Mm-hmm. So are they just sort of taking the temperature in the room, looking at Stefanski and maybe his lack of an iron fist kind of leadership and saying, I can I can muscle him around and get what I, I want. I don't think, Jay, I think it's this. And you correct me if I'm wrong. It's irritating them. Yeah, That's the problem. I, so they're basically like the kid that's acting out, begging their parent for discipline. Yes, you're irritating me because like, they know it's not supposed to go wow. that way. Like if, if you, if you, it's like your kid being in a, in a grocery line, and the mom gets into an argument with another mom, and you looking at your mom like, "Come on, not in here." <laughs> Come on, Nancy. <laughs> really, we're gonna do this again? Come on, just get in the car. You gotta be in the adult room. So now you look at these guys, and what he's saying to them is, and I can understand to a certain extent. It's a lack of communication. All you got to do, you got to communicate to get the best out of people. If you know you got a Jadavian Clowney, you got an open door policy. You tell them, come in. Hey, look, man, our goal is to get not only Miles Garrett together, we're going to try to get you together too. But, 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 Chief, let me ask you this. And I don't disagree with really anything you said. And it's all fair criticism of Stefanski. I agree with you. Uh-huh. All fair. I don't agree about firing, but I agree with the, the overall criticism. Um, but don't you think Clowney's out of line? Yeah, but both can be true. Yes, yeah. 100%. 100%. And we know he's a mercenary. Yes, totally. See, he's, he's a higher he, guy. He's gun. looking for that contract. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever got the bag, he not go, he not. He don't pledge allegiance to nobody. I'm loyal to nobody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, said this, Mike said this in our phone call, and he's right. Clowney's basically saying, I want to get paid this year. It's not my fault. I only have two sacks. Sure. That's what's going on. here. And, and, and Clowney, here's the thing, too. Clowney yeah. understands his limitations as well. Yeah. Clowney definitely knows he's not what well, his best skill set is stopping the run and penetration. He knows he's not an elite pass rusher, right? So he says, you know, you got to do some special things to get me some sack. You know you got to put me a couple places because that ain't my forte. The same way you standing uh, 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 Miles Garrett up, where my stand-up game at? Put me put me in position, right? Use me a little better. Right? And, and by the way, I forgot another person. David Njoku was talking out oh, of yeah, yeah, before he yeah, got yeah, his yeah, money, yeah. too. That's right. That's right. I, so, so, Stefanski's, I never really <laughs> but, thought about this Jay, until Gene put it all together, but Stefanski's Fair. relationship track record with the best players Jay, Jay, is I, not good. Jay, no. I said this two weeks ago. Y'all didn't hear me. Some people can't coach quality talent. They just can't. You did say that. <laughs> they the top tier, is, they're is, better off more psychology at some point. Well, because you have to treat top talent differently, <laughs> right? Yeah. They, they alpha dogs. It's different. You got to handle them differently. You can't treat them like Billy Smith over here. It's <laughs> right. not going to work. You, it, look, 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 Jay, you know this. Look, you, you don't work with top names in this game as anchors. You know, you, 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 you mean Berman? You got, you got Skip. You got Stephen A. All them people over there. You know good and well. You got to treat them all differently. There's different rules. Yeah, it's no different question. rules. Here, no, this be. is how life. That's how it works. This is how life works. Let me give. Let me give. Let me give you. Let me give you. Then I got a question. This is a good example. The Bulls, right? The Jordan rules. We all pros, right? We going on a flight on the same plane. We going to the same hotel. Well, we get to the hotel. We got me, Scotty, Horse, everybody. Else. We got regular rooms with 
Just a king bed in it. No room service neither. Jordan up top in the penthouse by level suites with pianos. <laughs> I'm like, how is this even occurring? I thought we were all going to say. Did you not see that man? Did you not see him now, running around on boys? In Jordan's case, he was so great and he was clearly the elixir that I imagine there might have been some animosity, but at the end of the year, when you put that ring on your finger, Jay, Jay, this was it in, went away. This was in year three. We hadn't won nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> by, by the way, I, I, I know that's the way it is, but that's a major problem in society. It's never going to change. It is. Nobody should yeah. get special treatment. Uh, it is. I know it's, it's silly to say. Suck, but that's how it goes. Yeah. But, but you have to acquiesce to that. By the know? way, Amari Cooper's about to have his best season in the NFL. With oh, yeah, no question. Yeah. 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 And Gee, I, yeah. I want to ask you about something that Adam said, and it's curious to me because I've never really spent much time thinking about this, but you played the position. You played on that line. Mm -hmm. I imagine there's two different strategies and schools of thought. You could try to where you can manipulate the matchup, put your best player on their weakest. Mm -hmm. Then there's another school of thought that Brad talked about. No, if you're the best, give me their best. I'm still going to get home. Mm -hmm. How, How did coaches that you played for Handled those kind of matchups. Well, well, they, they they handled it. Well, the first thing they did was it was a unit. See, we never differentiated. It was a battalion. It's a unit. We all understood a certain thing. The defensive tackles in the middle, they never gonna get them type of, of sack numbers, right? Right, right, right? So we asked them to be pressure. We asked them to do certain things, right? And so they they understand that. But what our coaching staff used to do was highlight those things. They'll say, hey, Miles Garrett got 15 sacks. We've been moving around to get the best matchup. But you know what? One of the unsung guys, Jadavion Clowney, mm-hmm. he gets the worst. He gets to the toughest matchup every night. It's like you play mm-hmm. small forward. There's mm-hmm. some people on your team. Scotty Pippen got, got Scotty Pippen got the, 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 the hardest assignment every night mm-hmm. and didn't get the level that Jordan got, mm-hmm. right? And, and you can even see with Scotty. Scotty was upset during the, during the, during the Bulls thing. Uh, Scotty was a big wuss. Brad said that a million times. He's never said that. I'm uh, saying. No. I'm but, saying. But, but, but the way you worked at, that's why I've always been very critical of the way Joe Woods operates. He should have been communicating, saying, guy, hey, come on, Clowney. What position you you want to be best? Well, we put in? in fairness to Joe Woods, who I obviously think should be fired, we don't know that he didn't do that. Why well, proof is in the pudding? Let yeah. me ask this before we turn the page <laughs> yeah. on this topic. Yeah. Because we're going to ask this question about two of the coordinators here in a second. Okay. If there's more dysfunction, more of these stories, and this is when they leak out, exit interviews yeah, yeah. after yeah. week 16 or now 17, that's when players start to sing like birds. Mm-hmm. If there is more dysfunction in the media about inner working relationships between coach and player. Does that change your mind on Stefanski coming back? Because you're the only well, these one. These guys have, have already made I'm pretty, mind, so. I'm pretty clear. Yeah, yeah I, you I, I think it could it could sway me and it most importantly could sway Jimmy Haslam. He's easily swayable. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it, the king of the jerk. <laughs> ultimately, I'm just a duke. Ultimately, the success, the successful franchises are patient. Generally, right? Typically, they have now. If, that's if they have the right guy. Now, if you don't have the right guy, it's, you shouldn't be patient. Could there be more dysfunction that comes out that might there lead could. you to believe? I, you know I, what? This I think guy is the right guy. I think it's possible we hear something, something similar to what Clowney said. From Miles Garrett. For me, what would sway yeah. me is if Miles Garrett comes out that and says, I want to be moved. And he might. And and but, I'm, I'm not, I'm not yeah. reporting oh, no, anything. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not okay. reporting that, anything. Be, but that, that, be, that be request clear. would not that, bowl be, me be, over. Be, that clock is ticking. Be, be clear. He, he pseudo said it. He's already, already said, said it. it. 
He did already said it. He did. He did already said it. That clock is ticking. But one one other thing on the one last thing quickly on the setup of the defensive line. Think this is how I think of it. You tell me if I'm wrong. If I put, let's say the right tackle sucks. You're playing. I don't know who the Steelers' right tackle is, but let's yeah. say he sucks. And let's say their left tackle is is really good. If I put Miles Garrett on the right tackle, they've got to double team him, right? That's true. Because that guy can't handle Miles Garrett unless he's a superior talent to Miles' level. Right, but I'm you saying, know? let's say the right tackle sucks, right. the left tackle's great. Yeah. I put Miles Tar- or, 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 or let's say the right tackle, maybe that sucks, but is below average. Sure. And the left tackle's really good. Okay. If I put Miles Garrett on the right tackle, I have to double team or Miles Garrett's going to kill me. Yeah. But if I put Clowney on the right tackle, well, Clowney's not great. He's pretty good. But the right tackle is more likely to be able to hold his own against Clowney, whereas the left tackle, even with a great Miles Garrett, is not going to need a double team as often. Sure. So in my mind, if I put the best pass rusher on the weakest offense, and some teams, their right tackle and left tackle are close to as good. Or so just, you're forcing them to matter. shift the way they allocate if resources. I have to, if I have to use <clears throat> an extra blocker, yeah. that negatively affects the offense. And that offense. speaks, G, to your point of you look at it as a battalion. It should never be looked at as individual right. matchups. The, really, at the end of the day, the, they're, they're chess pieces, but the game is our unit versus your unit, and I think ultimately the coach's decision should be this. What gives our unit the yeah. best chance against that unit? And, and if you look at it, the, one of the one of the things that the Cleveland Browns should be built and predicated on is speed. You look at you got your engine, you got JOK. To me, that would be the combination of my packages. I'd have JOK on a line of scrimmage every play. You don't know if he's dropping. You don't know if he's coming. Like I, Micah Parsons. Yes, I got them all moving around. You would I, I, Clowney and Miles Garrett would never line up at the same place. Right? As long as you, when the snap comes, you know where to go. Now what I can do is I can confuse people and you can't run away from those three people. Sometimes JOK gonna come free. Sometimes Miles Garrett gonna come free. And, and God forbid that you bring some, some heat. God yeah. forbid you bring a couple. Now, so Clyde, what he's saying is, look, don't line me up where everybody know we coming. Yeah. It's four of us on five. Right. They can chip. It, we get we we not getting no easy yeah, gravy yeah, sacks. Yeah, no we not in getting no layups. No layups. No layups. Think about it when you gotta hit mid range jumpers right, contested I'm gonna, the get, whole game. I'm gonna get killed. You're gonna get killed. <laughs> you got the defense to me needs a complete overhaul in the uh, in terms of personnel on the front seven and the entire coaching staff well, has got to be. That blown brings out. us yeah. seamlessly yes. to our next point. Okay. Because the one thing that jumps out to me is I think we'd all agree the Browns have if not the premier pass rusher, he's certainly in the conversation for sure. top three. You know, if you want to stretch it, top five. But he he's one of the elite guys. The Browns this year are in the bottom third of the league in sacks as a team. Mm-hmm. It's mind-boggling how few sacks everyone not named Miles Garrett right. has. Right. To, to that point that you just made, anything at all that you can see this week that would change your mind on Joe Woods having to go. And I know you're big on the Mike Prefer has to go yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. So I'll throw him in there too. Is there anything they can do this week in your eyes that would save their jobs? No, I, I think that ship has been sailed. That sailed. They, the Browns, uh, frankly, the Browns need, uh, my argument leads you to believe that I think uh, Stefanski should be fired because I think they need a full overhaul of the way they play offense 
and they certainly need a full overhaul of the way they play defense. They they need to play with their secondary, as G alluded to before, they need to be ultra-aggressive on defense. They need to not only to blitz, but they need to blitz from all different angles, move guys around. Where's the safety blitz? Where's the corner right. blitz? Other teams do this. I see the Ravens, the Bengals, the Steelers. They, they're throwing corners. The slot corner comes in sometimes. I never know who's going to come. Different guys drop in and out. The Browns defense is just so vanilla, and they have the skill, you know, not a defensive tackle, but there's enough skill at linebacker when they were healthy, at defensive end, and certainly in the secondary, that they could do more of these things, and they did not. Joe there's said no excuse for quizzically that. this week that he himself would like to bring more pressure. And, and, and now, 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 so here, I, I, when I heard that, I thought, what? what the hell you mean you'd like, then bring more pressure. It's your decision. You have the phone in your hand. <laughs> like, but, and, but now, yeah. as I started thinking, why would he say that? Yeah. I wondered if he wasn't kind of exposing what he really thinks of his cover guys. In other words, saying, I'd like to. But I don't trust the back end of the defense to cover if we so, if it takes us longer to so get if home. You, if you sitting out here chirping, right? There's too much chirp chirp going on here, right? The Browns have no identity. You don't know what they did. We we, we last week of the season. We don't know. I, I can tell you what the D does or not, right? We're not shifty. Well, they don't bring pressure. I said we're not shifty. We don't make adjustments. We don't They're make very adjustments. We don't we make don't adjustments. Play really fast. I said we don't. We but don't, Brad, we don't do you play think th- that's because he doesn't trust that, the pieces? No, that he that's has? because he can't coach quality talent. <laughs> I was saying it 10,000 times. Give him a team with lesser players. He'd probably be freaking wait, wait, wait. great. Talking about Stefanski? Yes. Yeah, well, we're talking about Joe Woods. No, yeah, no, we're talking about Woods. Here, this, yeah. is, this is what you're missing out on, yeah. right? Stefanski's controlling the entire ship. Allegedly. Right? That should be. <laughs> yeah. Should I, be. Right? I never so, see him so, over with the defense so anybody, and Joe Woods. Anybody under his umbrella, right, right. is really Stefanski. That's yeah, who it is. That is a fact. That's what it is. Yeah. Right. And stop getting well, it's this guy. No, it ain't. It's that guy over there. If that's the guy. And, 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 and what points to this is this is when you see when you have to exile people, what that means is a complete breakdown in communication. Look how many people he's exiled. Not not. Hey, let's figure out. <laughs> Jettison, middle of the season. He's like, oh, no, you're out of here. You're gone. You're out of here. here. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, they told him not to even come back to the facility. No, don't talk, don't come back. Like when you when you can't get people to and make, now clowning. When you can't finish the year, that means you have a complete lack of communication on a regular coach or human no, we standpoint. We're gonna, we gonna take Stefanski, we're gonna put him right where he need to be. Division three with them little kids. <laughs> and you go ahead and coach these kids up because it's hard to this, coach grown men. Because this 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 this, 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 a, this a talent here, too much for you. It's because a mind it's a mind work, isn't it? I just it's, ultimately I, I guess the reason I don't want to fire Stefanski is because I do think he's done a lot with little on offense. And I don't agree that he can't coach great players. I, I don't think there's proof of that. Well, I don't you think say we a, have proof a of lot that. with a little. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, they, I, haven't I, had they, good... they have Nick Chubb, who's the, the yes, premier running Chubb's back. Yes, Nick Chubb's been great. Yeah. It's not like I mean, Nick Chubb hasn't played well. I know. But I'm saying in the passing game, in my opinion, he's had subpar quarterbacks until these last six weeks. And yet, the offense overall in his three years has been good. Now, last year it wasn't great, but the first year the first year with Baker it was, and this year the offense has been yeah. good. It's actually been worse, obviously. With so, not. in everybody's mind here, Prefer Woods gone no matter what. I don't care if they what they do this yeah, week. No, Pitches yeah, shut no, out no, against it, Pittsburgh. It, it, that, that's I, not going to change I your that's, mind. I think that's that, a given. That, that's, that, for me, that's already... You, you, you have bigger problems over there. Yeah, but the problem, this is what the problem is in this town. 
you won't call a spade a spade. You make every excuse for everybody, right? And sometimes it's just what it is. How about we just start over and you out of here? But that's but you that's, say we make excuses, but that's all the Browns have done for 20 that's years. That's the problem. That's the problem. I know, but that's no, no, what no, I asked no, you. The problem here, is here. all they've let done me, is turnover. Me, I, me, I, me, I, but no, but no, I, I would argue that I don't really that's agree a, with that's that. A, that's a, that's a but where's the proof that Stefanski can't coach starts? 20 Five and twenty-four, well, whatever Jeep it is. That's what I, I, I gave you six. I gave you six. <laughs> what I, gave, I gave you six, seven people. That's like what these, it is. these individuals, and you think about it. Yeah. Each one of them was talking about production. When David and Joku was the third tight end, he said, "I gotta get about here. I, I can't do it." You play uh, uh, Harrison Bryant over me. With Odell Beckham, you know he had to take. Yeah, but but gee, the, the, first of all, Jarvis Landry. By the time he complained, he was off the team and he wasn't the same player. Jar- Jarvis Landry's not a star anymore. He's just a guy. Bull, what? Jarvis Landry's just a guy. When I say star, I mean they've done. They have. They put work in this league. They are pro bowlers. They are. They are locker room leaders. I understand leaders. that, but Jarvis Landry at this point is just a guy. Well, I mean, well, but that's now. Well, I'm how did about, they misuse Jarvis Landry? No, like they they no, didn't. What I'm what I'm saying to you is yeah. this. When you bring when you bring those type of guys in, yeah, you have to have communication because when they feel like, whoa, what are you doing here? But and they don't feel yeah, you know, me, they are they are your extension in the locker room. Those guys keep everybody else in tow, right? Everyone gave Jarvis Landry credit for the culture change. Yes, everybody. GM, head coach, owner, they all three made that clear when he left town. Mm. What was so confusing to me, I do agree with Bull. I do think from a skill set standpoint, yeah, Jarvis yeah, Landry he, he is did, just a guy. He diminished great. And I hate yeah. to say that. However, I do think that there is there is value in recognizing other things that are in the intangible category. Right. Yesterday, Aditi was on and she said, one of the things Mike Tomlin hates to talk about is intangibles. Yep. Coaches in general hate to talk about things they can't see, touch, or measure. Yes. Yeah. And sure. with Jarvis but, Landry... He honestly was one of those rare players yes. who I was disappointed that they didn't reach the, the $10 million number that he, that would have kept him. Right. Not for the production, although, by the way, he would have been productive in this offense because... I mean, he was hurt the whole year. I know, so, you know that, that's true. Yeah. But I just think to have him around a young David Bell... I wanted that. So, I agree. So, so, Jay, to your point, the intangibles are sometimes immeasurable to the eye. Right, but you know when it's you in can the, feel them. You know what's in the building. Yeah, right. I'll give you a case in point. I'll take you back to the Cavaliers. Mike Sanders was one of those players when the Cavaliers. Were oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Phil Hubbard was one of those players, right? The Browns have had a number of players like that. Jarvis Landry in a lot. You may not see the production on the field, but he's the glue that holds the cohesive group together. So yeah. when it gets out of kilter, right. he has the currency. Landry, he has the currency to be able to and do. And he was definitely but, that to guy. be fair. Landry being gone is not a Stefanski decision. No, but That's the a problem, no, no, it's a problem because if your head dog knows who the, who, who's yeah, those people are, if Stefanski are, had oh, gone to Barry him, and said we not let that. him go, but they had the problem with that whole situation is he was his guaranteed money. If they had picked up, the, if they had not, well, they uh, released him. I'm not talking right. about not reaching. I, okay. They did the right thing in releasing yeah, him originally yeah, yeah. because that number was 18 right, million. Right. Yeah. However, he ended up going to New Orleans for six million. Right. But so do we know that he would have come back for sure? Well, or was the, he offended? The, the, the by report getting was that there was an eight million dollar offer for him to stay here. Yeah. He turned that down and then ultimately ended up signing for six million in New Orleans. Right. So either either he bet someone else would come in with a higher number than eight and had to tuck his tail between his legs and take the six. Right. Yeah. Or he was so disgruntled, he said, you know what? I'll go home, yeah. back to New Orleans, for, for less money than staying here and feel disrespected. And, and, and they knew, and, and sometimes do yourself a favor. 
be a great be a, be a great visionary. When you brought Odell Beckham Jr. in here, you know that's the dude's best friend, right? You so you know already when you come in, yeah. okay, we're gonna have to handle these dudes as I'll give you a quick I'll give you a quick conversation. I used to work at, I was a, a manager in a, in, a, in a call center when we doing social security applications. There's two people that was on the team. One of them, um, were, they were a husband and wife, right? And so previously, when I was, before I was there, they said, these people are going to be a problem because they, they don't want to listen to nobody. Their numbers aren't that great. I came in and inherited them. You know how it is. You inherit yeah. the people that's on yeah. the team. So at one, I brought them in and I talked to them and I said, hey, you know, first meeting, you know, what do you guys want? Help me help you. They said, well, one of the things is we already know what the metrics are. We already know how we can skate without getting fired. We already know all of that. <laughs> they told me that straight face. I've been here 10 years. Wow. I know what to do and not to do before I get fired. So that's on them. I'm going to do bare minimum. I said, well, let me get, see if I can get you to do more of the bare minimum. He, she says, I said, what would it take? You give me two good months. I'll give you whatever you want. I'll get you what you need. They, they only want it to take their lunch breaks together. Right. Every other yeah. leader yeah. told them no. Yeah. They wanted to have the same schedule so that they could ride to work, come back together, and do whatever. Right. Everybody else told them no because they just could say no. All I had to do was say, listen, For if you give me them, if you give me these metrics, the you don't rock the boat, and you do that, I give you what. What, yes, the, what the numbers do? They was the best. They, they became the best two people in the call center. Because you can read the rules. Best two in the call There's center. There's a skill set to read the rules. And they yeah. said, what do you And acquiescence yes. when it's appropriate. And, when it's appropriate. Because it don't cost me nothing. I don't care yeah. when you eat lunch. Well, and, and it benefited the I, operation. It worked out. Ultimately, to me, I don't think the Browns did Jarvis Landry wrong. I would have liked him back, but I, I don't think he's much of a player at this point. Uh, the old Dell Beckham situation, uh, who knows what the real truth is. I think there's blame to go around between Odell, uh, Baker, and Stefanski on that situation. You got to keep, uh, keep naming names. I don't think. You got to keep naming names. You got to say Kareem Hunt was disgruntled. He don't even yeah, know. Again, that was about contract. That's not Stephon Kevin Stefanski. Diggs in Minnesota. Yeah, Stephon Diggs, Minnesota. Yeah. That was after Stefanski left. <laughs> again, again, again. <laughs> Stop <laughs> making excuses. Wait, I think Bulls' timeline is right on that. I think that was How was Stefan Diggs, gone. Kevin Stefanski? I won't even. I was on the staff. I'm not even going to Minnesota. I'm going to my IC. Listen, he may be, again, I'm going to just tell you, I don't know Kevin. He might yeah. be the nicest guy in the world. I don't know. He over his head, though. He is. Yeah. And it's okay. What's the truth about <laughs> Diggs. What I yeah, I, he had just said that I know Stefanski was the head coach there was the OC, but yeah, I think that he had left Minnesota before Diggs was unhappy. I think there. so, but man, I, mean, I don't know. I can't, I can't remember, remember the timeline either. But I do think Bull that you you may be right on that. When did when did Diggs leave Minnesota? Diggs first Diggs first year in Buffalo was 2020. Stefanski's first year here, so they were yeah. So it had nothing to do with Stefanski. No, they were no, there, no, they're, they're he, Minnesota he was in the same time. 2019. 2019. <laughs> yeah, but it, was the if OC. it was about Stefanski, why would he have, if it, Stefanski was gone, why would he have left? Because he's probably sick of him at the end. Yeah, <laughs> by the way, if Diggs the problem is gone, then year. stay. What was, what was Diggs' numbers his last year in Minnesota? Uh, his worst season of his career. 63 catches, And he couldn't wait to run out of Minneapolis. Touchdowns. And how many touchdowns? Six. How many games did he play? 15. 1,300 yards? That's a bad no, no. season? 1,100. Oh, 1100. 
But the year before, he had 102 receptions and nine touchdowns. The year before that, he had eight touchdowns. And when Stefanski was on the staff, too. Was, yeah. was the guy, really. Yes. I mean, Spreadonomics.com. <laughs> That's the name of his playbook. Listen, well, 2019 ding, was ding, the year you that ain't going to get it too much. Crazy, yes, it yeah. was. 2019 was the year well, that Thielen Well, so you can see how was. Diggs might be looking at this going, so you're going to feature Thielen when I'm, I believe but I should be the featured guy? I don't know. it's the quarterbacks making the throw. Like, I understand you want to say we're making some people make if you want to blame me making excuses for Stefanski. Okay, but we can't blame Stefanski for everything. If there's if it's eight players, yes, we can. If it's eight players, <laughs> but it's just each one is a different yes, circumstance. I, but here's the thing. But there's a lot Gee, of them. There's a lot of them. The David Njoku <laughs> and Kareem Hunt things were about contract. If I go to my boss and they say you got eight people in your team every year that's complaining about your leadership. But it's not style. every year. No, over three. Years. Over three years. I, no, I just fair. think I, I think I think it's getting a little blown out of proportion. I don't. Uh, I just I, don't. I, I, I don't. Bull, do you think there is that he has some culpability for perhaps Absolutely. communication problems? 100%, I yes. think that's a hundred percent. It ain't even affected the skill set. But, but I think a lot of it could have been remedied. But let uh, me ask you this. But Gene. also giving the players a complete pass in some of these situations. First, is first, first of yeah, all, no, you not, can't do that. None, none of these guys that that you're talking about are are you can label as bad people. Right. There's no like, there's not, no there's like, ain't nobody. Odell Beckham has a long history of of being. Not, a, I'm not saying he's a bad person. I, I don't think you can go down to New Orleans as they say that. He, or the back, what has he uh, done uh, in New Orleans? Uh, 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 I said, that's where he's from. Fred, he he where, crushed Eli Manning when he left the Giants. Did, crushed him. No, I'm not talking about the team. I'm, t- I'm talking about the locker room. I'm talking about his hometown. I'm sure, they don't if say you, that. If, there. If, watch this. Watch this. And, I didn't say he was a bad guy. I'm saying he's he's complained before. He has been disruptive. That's fair to say. Here's, here's the thing when you and, and that's the thing when you talk about when you go in the locker room and you ask any New York Giant you ask any Cleveland Brown you go ask the Rams you say what is the, what do you think about Odell Beckham Jr. You will get sterling replies about him as a teammate. You're right, exactly. but it's fair. But it's also fair to say that he crushed Eli Manning so let me say, out the let door in the Giants. Let me say this here. I played one of the most right enigmatic. You guys are both right on that. Yeah, you guys are both right on that. I one of the most enigmatic players in any sport. So from the outside, when you see Dennis Rodman, what do you think? Dick. That was you think? I think I think he's a guy. Great player. I think he's a guy who's all about energy and winning and knowing his role and doing his Let part. Let me tell you what Dennis Robin is as a person. He one of the best people you could be around. He he's not that he's not what you see on TV. Mm-hmm. He's not that guy. He is not he plays that role, but at a core, that's a quality person. Right. Quality. And I well, did all not his teammates I did, said that. I did not know it until I got lined up beside him. Right. But if you see it on, on TV, the perception you have yeah. is what right. a bunch of people around I here think have. He's got mental health issues. That's the way it looks from the outside. But I wouldn't, but I don't know him personally, and I'll admit, like, I think so, somebody's a, a jerk. Like, I don't like Baker, but I don't know him personally. I'm going to say see, he's a bad guy. See, that's what I'm saying. I, but I didn't say Odell was a bad guy. I said he's caused problems. He's stirred the pot before. Yeah, I think, you know, this, and this Kareem is the Hunt's, case. On so, many of these issues, done bad on so many of these issues, we always say this somewhere in the middle lies the truth. Yeah, I think the smartest thing that's been said about this discussion is if you're pointing all the fingers at one place, you're not looking at it in totality. The players have some culpability. Yeah. The head coach has some culpability. 100%. I will say this, though, in in defense of your points. It's it's more on the head coach to make sure that the relationships are great. Let me ask the you. players have to pull let, some, let me, yeah, let me, but let, the let, head coach let, has let me, to do the heavy let lifting. Let me ask you this. And somebody, uh, somebody said it in the gym the other day when I was working out. 
Do you think the things that happened here would ha happen under Tomlin? No. Well, Antonio Brown, what happened yeah, to him? Well, I mean, not as many, but it the happened. One, the, the difference, the difference, is, this is what people on the street think. Yeah. Right. This is not my opinion. This is what people on the right. street think. Well, he's had the, their problems the, too, especially they, they, with they, wide they, receivers. They, they think the, the difference between the Browns and Steelers organization is this culture. I'll give you that. There's a culture. But I think that culture goes all the way to the goes top. To the top. Yeah. Yep. I'm not that's putting part that. Of the that's part of the problem. I yeah. just culture. think in the end, some of the, I, to me, the the Hunt, Najoku, and Landry have nothing to do with Stefanski. I don't think he takes any blame in those. Those are all about contracts. Those are all about contracts. Now, the Odell thing, definitely Stefanski gets some of the blame. Uh, Clowney, I, I give him some of the blame, less that for me than in the Odell thing. Certainly the Miles Garrett thing, I'm giving Stefanski some of the blame there. Right. Who else did we mention? Baker. I mean, Baker, come on. Uh, Again, they were moving on to another quarterback. Well, well, here's some I, people I, say, and, and you got to think about this too. That see, you, you, we can't look at it in a vacuum. You, you got to take it and look at the whole timeline, because as all these things are happening, guys moving in. Think about this, man. What, what did they? Even when they traded Troy Hill, right? Mm -hmm. That's a veteran respected dude in the locker room, right? He mm -hmm. was terrible though. Here, here. But here's the thing, though. Yeah, they're looking at you like if he was te that terrible, why'd you bring him in? But gee, these—that's part of football that happens on every team. Come on, I, I, now. But, but no, here's, that's fair. No, no. What, what I'm and by the way, to, uh, for Tomlin, you've had a number of things. Troy Hill was with, playing great this year, by the way. All right, fine, but he wasn't great here. And well, no, that's—I think that was the that's part of it. That's an indictment on the defensive that, that's coaching That's the part staff, of it, no yeah, doubt. because he was great before. Yeah. He came here and was awful, and then left and became that guy again. By the way, as Steelers, did Odell Beckham. Steelers, yes. There's been a number of Steelers players over the years who have complained about contracts including Le'Veon Bell, who held out for a whole year. Is Mike Tomlin to blame no, no, for that? No, 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 no of what course I, not. I look at it more than contracts. I look at yeah. it more, more yeah. in production. You know, no, 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 but you lumped all those guys together. What, what, and blaming Stefanski for the guys who made comments about their contract is not no, fair. No, no what, what, it's just like when we, we talk about um, in the press, right? When you're in the press, right, you don't do yourself any service when you don't you aren't as transparent as you could be some stuff you don't got to keep to yourself some stuff is throwaway. nobody's gonna like you're not giving nothing away by saying certain things to the media giving them something right because what you're trying to do is you're trying to give them build a relationship with them and say all right well look don't hammer me all the time this is what we're looking for so when you're doing this you got to get to a point where your, your, your team says you know what I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I ask everybody this question: Who is who is Stefanski's spokesperson in the locker room? Who's who's his who is his guy? Every coach has a guy. He ain't got and one. And that guy, he don't have gets, one. He whips the votes. Right. He, yeah. I need yeah. them votes. He, he whips the votes. Yeah. He whips the votes. <laughs> yes, he does. And I, I don't, don't know see. Who it is I don't. I, you know. You know what makes the whole thing tricky in the end is because there is a, a small part of me that thinks they should probably fire Stefanski and move on. A small part of me. The problem is that I have no faith in the the leader yeah. of the organization. And I'm with you, that's and that's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah that, and that's so why. I'm like, well, okay. Who they bring in? Like, I, I, part of me is like, well, if I were the owner of the Browns, I would trust myself to know for sure because as the owner of the Browns, I should have a good knowledge of whether or not Kevin Stefanski is the right guy more than we would because we're not in the right. building. Before you fight but someone, I don't trust who's Jimmy taking to his place? I don't trust Jimmy to make that decision, I don't but we either. got no choice. And that's why I'm okay with the coach we have because the devil you know sometimes is far better than the devil and, you and, don't. And, not, and his track record of yeah. bringing dudes in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, if it's you told awful. me you that's can get a, Sean a, Payton, that's, 
All right, I got a different uh, line. I mean, but well, if Sean Payton a, is not coming to but Cleveland. If, right, but if I'm I mean, taking another crapshoot guy, then I'm like, give oh, well, here we you. go again. Because here's the thing. The person who's really in charge when you look at it <laughs> is the hand of the king. The, the, the person who has his ear, that's who's okay, really running I'm, it. I'm, gr- I'm so glad you said that because I wanted to wrap this topic up with a question for all of you guys. Okay. I want a ranking one to three. Mm-hmm. Who runs the Browns? You know, when you think about the Chiefs, it's clear. Well, that's Andy Reid. Yeah, yeah. When you think about the Patriots, it's easy. Bill Belichick. Now, they've earned those roles. No, 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 no. Because they've consistently won. So, I'm not saying that that should be where sure. Kevin Spansky is no, the no. king here. When you, when you say runs the Browns, what do you mean? I So, wh- who has the – who's won the power struggle here? I and think, don't for a second think that there hasn't been a power struggle going on here. In think, terms of it happens on the field, are you on the field, or you tell no, all, all, all off the field. Oh, who, I think it's Jimmy Haslam. Oh, Jimmy. Okay, I, I so think, he's one. I, I think so. Who's two? Deep Dusty. That's yep, my two. Yep, also, you see, two. I, believe, I think you're yeah, right. I believe. He too. I believe, and I, I don't know this. This yeah. is just my belief that Barry. Podesta and Stefanski are basically a team. Jason has said yeah. that for the first time in his years around the Browns, that yeah. they're all singing the same notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're a chorus. They're working together. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But if you're off key, right. they're singing the wrong song. Right. right. And so if that's true, and I have to trust that Jason's perception of that is, is correct. If that's true, I'm starting to beginning, I'm beginning to wonder what sheet music are they singing off of? They, they may all be singing together, but yeah. is it a beautiful, harmonious no, that's choir? That's fair. And then, so so the other thing, and Brad, you can wrap this up, because I I didn't think anybody would have my three, but my three is Jimmy Haslam, yeah. and that right off the bat yeah. is yeah. a huge, huge problem. problem. Yes. yes. Well, number two is Paul D. Podesta, yep. and number three is Andrew yeah, Barry. That's my order. And yeah. I, so I don't know that the coach should be one, two, or three, but he damn well better be in the top three. And I'm not sure yeah. Stefanski is here. Oh, and no. I think that's the problem. And you look the at the organizations structure. where the where the owner is the end all be all. They never have success. How how often does Rooney get involved with what the Steelers never. are doing? Never. And, and even Kraft with the Patriots. And I just by say, the way, r- 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 really look, at the, but, look at but Jerry Jones is always in the where Bengals. the Cowboys are. Mike Brown, the last couple of years, has finally taken a back seat for the first time. Not that they haven't had any success under him. They have, but. It's not a surprise that their best two-year stretch is when he's finally taking a backseat and his uh, his daughter is basically now running it and she lets the football people – she's involved, yeah. but she's not in the she's not Brad, as involved as Brown re- was. Re- really quickly, I think they're, they're smarter than we give them credit for because oh, they've, done a, they, yeah. they've done a good job of insulating Deep Podesta. You can't even get to him. He's not here. He doesn't live he here. He don't live here. And I think that's a huge that's a problem. problem. And, and so it, he's not accountable. So so he you can't even yeah. question what he, he doing. talks like once every three years. And I and, and quite frankly that setup is set he's up tucked. to fail. That yeah. is weird. I never liked that he didn't I hate live that. here. It's what's bizarre. your power structure? Who's your top three? Well, Jimmy's at the top. Yep. I don't think any go thing goes by Jimmy without him blessing it, right? And I think Deeper Dest is in second, and I think Andrew Barry is a distant third. Do you have a, Bull? Did you have Stefanski at three, or did you have who did you have at three? I, know I, you I really, some. I you know, if you, I have it as a three-way tie for two between those three guys. I think they're all tandem. But if I had to choose, I would say yeah. I would actually say uh, Haslam one, Deep Podesta two, and Stefanski. So so so. Let me let me let me let me let me if they tie it to him, if one gets fired, <laughs> don't that mean all of them get fired? No, no. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if they three, if they're I, all on the same they page, all the same. I think if you're going to fire Stefanski, then you should fire all three and and start over. Yeah. Right. I don't want that to happen. I don't honestly, yeah. but I, I think I, I think that the, the reason I wanted to we, do this exercise is yeah. because I, I felt that we would get to a conclusion where the head coach wasn't in the triumphant of power. And I think that is a, a problem. If if that's the case, that's a huge problem. Yeah, he, he huge problem. All right, next. Uh, yeah. So we, we, you know, we settled something here. Yeah, yeah we did. Look, we at settled that. something here. Well done. Look at that. Look at that. We did something. Wholehearted show conclusion that never happened. I, love I would, by the way, real quick. I, Jim, Steve Becker asked, would you take Jim Harbaugh? I would. I would take Jim Harbaugh. Wow, that's a great question. <laughs> Why can open that can of worms? See, Sorry, I did it. Yeah. See, Rapid I fire. did that. Rapid fire. Harbaugh? Yes or no? No. 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 I'm not a Michigan guy. You guys no. hate Michigan. <laughs> no. All right, Mike, no. go. I'm a winning guy, yeah. and Harbaugh has won, yeah. but he brings no. a lot of stuff a lot of, that we don't need in Cleveland. A lot of baggage. A lot of baggage. All right. All right, so we're going to turn the page to NBA stuff, right? We got a few minutes of Donovan Mitchell before we get headlines. We'll bring Kyvis in. We got to quell. Mitchell not playing tonight against Denver. Uh, Jay, as you alluded to earlier, a bit of a white flag game tonight. They got a six-game road trip on the West Coast. They're going to sit out tonight. Right. Denver is Garland playing? Last night. No. no. He out, too. Darius is also out. out too. Mobley, you better be pulling up. <laughs> Evan no. Mobley, I, if you're listening, <laughs> you better be ISO on that corner doing Evan I want Mobley. 40 from him tonight. I, I think this could be a double-digit loss. I think the Cavs probably know that going in. Your two stallions are watching. <laughs> yeah. That's never a good thing. Here's what we want to talk about because – I was surprised he was 10th, but the NBA uh, and on NBA.com, they and have, Grant, they have quick, their MVP ladder. It updates every Monday, so this came right. out before 70. I know it was. So it, I know. it's going to be a little different next week. But yeah, but I'm still. still just surprised even to his body of work before uh, a Monday sure. that he would be that low. So the NBA.com, they do an MV, uh, MVP ladder. It's basically sort of a in-progress ranking 1 to 10 on where things go for the, uh, for the MVP. And he was 10th, which I, I just thought, Forget the 71. I just thought that he had done enough to at least be, in my view, in the top six. Well, who, who, who was in front? Let, let's go. see, let's see if we can name him. Yeah. Can you uh, name him off the top without looking? Um, yes. So I looked at number one. So, 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 so is Giannis? Jokic. 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 Luka. Luka. Tatum. Kevin Durant. Tatum. Kevin I don't Durant. know if Durant is. Oh, wait, breaking news, guys. It has been updated this morning. It updates on Fridays. Oh, Not. Wonderful. Where is he? Seventh. Wow, so well, jumped up three spots. Tied, tied for seventh. Tied for seventh. Okay. okay. It currently goes Jokic at one. Dang. Tatum at two. Mm-hmm. Durant at three. Luka at four. Giannis at five. I'm stunned Embiid Giannis six, is that low. Morant and Mitchell tied for seventh. Jalen Brown ninth. Zion at ten. So who are you putting them ahead of? Ooh. And by the way, the numbers this season, Mitchell's averaging 29.3, 4, and 4. They're putting up NBA yeah. like uh, NBA 2K video game yeah. like numbers. Giannis is averaging 33, 12, and five. To uh, me, Giannis is the guy. I can't uh, believe he's. Five. Uh, I just think he's the MVP. Luca's averaging 34, nine and nine. Mm-hmm. That's been I, amazing. I, that, that's impossible. Durant's averaging 37 and six, yeah. and they've been on fire. Right. Tatum's averaging 31, eight and four. Yeah. This is crazy. And Jokic is averaging 25, 11, and 10. He's averaging By the almost, way, he's just, he's a half a, a assist shy of averaging a triple. Yeah. And, and LeBron, nowhere to be seen. And LeBron, LeBron is nowhere to be seen, but Tyvis is, and Tyvis has to join this conversation. Steve, Ty- I know where. Pop up, Tyvis, please. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's an also receiving votes from 11 to 15. LeBron's in that. He, oh, he is. So he's in the top 15 then. Yeah. 
We see you, Ty. We see you, bro. I'm with you, though. I, I, on this particular argument, I'm not saying GOAT all-time great. I'm well, saying that he, I still think he is the most unstoppable player in the NBA right now. Tyvis, don't talk because you log off, log back oh. in. Your audio is not connected. Your audio I mean, think gone. about Milwaukee. Their second-best player, Chris Middleton, how many games has he played? <laughs> I nine. Know. Ten, five, six. He's played nine games. Yeah. So they have, what, the – they're two games out of first or whatever it is. Yeah. Which Sco- their second best players basically Sco- missed the whole first half. Scoring, listen, this, this is Alex English days. Well, they're, they're, y'all, y'all, you guys want to run yeah, a Bernard King. It, it's, not, not, it's not even that. They've rewritten all the rules so that, get you, those, uh, so that you can Nuggets score all day now. They've, they've taken the emphasis off of defense in this league right. to, to sell to the mass meet, mass sure. market, and they've been doing it by points. And it's worked. So, yeah. And so it's worked to that standpoint, but now this where, this where it doesn't work. this is where it doesn't work at. It doesn't work at from this standpoint when we get to these playoffs and you oh, got no. that's and, where and you got to stop somebody. Yep. And you can't stop somebody. That's, that's why I think it be might make the playoffs more exciting because usually you look at one through eight and chalk doesn't always hold, but your ones and twos are usually in the finals. But I want I was going to ask you that, Brad, because it's two almost two different sports. Mm-hmm. One is a free for all. Go get all the points you can. But we know mm-hmm. that is yeah. absolutely not the way it goes mm-hmm. in the playoffs. So I. That's why I actually like the Cavaliers because I think the Cavs can play defense when they absolutely have to. Well, I, I tell you that it's a it's a work in progress. I listen to what JB says after every game when when I'm doing the the, the broadcast. That uh... if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I don't think they bought into it as, as much as he would have liked them to be because he know where this is trending to right, right now. This league is set up. So now like the more clicks I get online for the last year stuff I do. That's what I like, right? The thing that has been impressive the last two games <clears throat> is that when they need to get stops, they find a way to get them. Yes, and that's how you win, right? Yeah, this for show It's for theater. But when we get down to the real nitty gritty of these top eight teams, you better that, be by the way, see, is why I think Giannis you, is the MVP. You, you better be because here, Cause when you talk about Giannis out of the coupo, when he a, wants that's to that's a freight train hole. coming yeah, at you. you it's, he's <laughs> almost unstoppable Not when bad. he decides, I'm, I'm going to take this thing over. I, I do think uh, Luka Doncic deserves a lot of Luka's credit. I mean, he's got nobody on that team. I mean, who's None. their second best player? I don't yeah, even know Christian who it is. Wood is the answer. Oh, my I think God. Spencer Dinwiddie's? No, he's not there anymore, right? No, yeah, he's, he's, still, he's on Dallas, but Christian Wood's oh. their best, their second best player. Yeah, so they got, you know, so this is, this is what it is. I mean, I that would, guy's crazy good. Getting back to Donovan Mitchell, yeah. I would just tell you, it, it has not been a surprise to me. I told you, I used to stay up late and watch him in Utah. Mm-hmm. And but so he's they, playing his best basketball, But, isn't but he? you put him around better talent. He's got yeah. much better talent than he had in Utah. Yeah. Right? Well, he had a and, great big man. And the other thing is, He's been energized again. Mm. He's been energized to sit here and say, okay. And you see, you when you really see the super performances are this. It seems to be when Darius is out, you see the super performances. He, he goes, yeah. he goes, he goes super saying. He, mm. he go, he go level two when it when, when he out. And I'm gonna tell you this, man. Y- y- y'all can push him up. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like if you listen and you you look at the Cavs fans in general, Cavs got a great home court advantage. And I'm gonna keep saying it. 
y'all can get him pushed up because if you if you think about it, I think they'd be giving the MVP away in about after the All-Star break March yeah, yeah. when you get them little couple 20 games and you start to figure out whether you're going to clinch. I think they give the I think they give the MVP away during that time. They're looking at it and it makes more sense because now you want to you want to rush. You want to figure out where you stack and last year the Cavs collapsed out of backstretch this year. With his mentality, they're not, they're not going oh, to that's, that's not happening. That's not happening. Well, let me ask you this, Brad. Yeah. I, and we got Tyvis, by the way. Whenever we okay. Want to bring him Brad, let me just ask Brad this, because you talk about what JB's been saying, that he's not happy. Like, I, I know this last game was a low-scoring game, but before that, their defense had been pretty awful the last few this games. Yes. Right? And I know, as you said, Can't in general it. in the league, the defense hasn't been great. Yeah. But – with these veteran teams, you have more confidence. Well, we know they can turn it on because they've done it before in the playoffs. But, like, how confident are you that this de- team's defense is going to be good enough in the playoffs, especially in the backcourt? Well, I, I, I'll say this, that, you know, there has to be a commitment. <laughs> Defensively, has to be a commitment made. And I don't think that commitment is, has been there on a nightly basis. The other thing I say, I, I thought they were one piece away. I think they're two pieces away. Right. Oh, so I, okay. I, I so think, when, think, when did you upgrade them pieces? Yeah, well, I thought they just needed to come when, out. When, mm. I, when, I need, when I needed, when I didn't see the defensive stop, right? Okay. Right. Right. Because I know what I know what wins down the stretch. I know what sells during the season, but that isn't also what wins down the stretch because right. the, 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 in order to be deep in the playoff. You got to stop people. Even though they held off the Bucks, Giannis still mm-hmm. made a furious charge. And now he's on with us. It's Giannis, so I don't know why you <laughs> you saying that like it's not you know the best player in the NBA. I mean, yeah, of course Giannis is hard to stop, but isn't the Cavs like a top five team in defense, or did they drop? They were. There's nothing one. Uh, I think they're actually hey, still number one in here. points you per st- game allowed. You, st- you stay on the gridiron. <laughs> you stay on the gridiron, all right? Stay you know, out, no, no, stay no. out of well, my space I'm, here. Stay in your lane. Listen, I'm, your I'm, glad, I'm glad that you're saying it because it go, it ties in. And when me and Bull was arguing about football, how deep them are. Tyvis, you know this. You know this, right? When you're left with the last group standing, here, Ohio State, what what can they do down the stretch here? We up double figures. We couldn't get a stop. Nope. You couldn't get a stop. Now why you why you do the well, you know, one of the biggest it's one of the biggest travesties that ever happened in, in the NCAA football. I this moved year. past it. <laughs> I moved past it. But you know, in any sport types, you gotta get a stop at some point. Sure. And guys, if you can't, it's a problem. Guys, let me throw a grenade into this right now. Okay, roll down. Because isn't this all leading to the Cavs maybe win around this year. Maybe they get to the Eastern Conference Finals next year. And then LeBron comes back and, and is the final piece to the championship. That's a good Yes. Day. I mean, isn't that, isn't that where <laughs> this is going? That's a good I know day. there's some fans that are and like, then I want to win without LeBron. You know what? I just want the Cavs to win. I yeah. don't care. If Le- you know. <clears throat> and LeBron's going to be a free agent after next season. And that's going to be – that feels like the timeline when that's when the Cavs are going to win a championship. And I also feel think, like things are moving in that direction. It does do, feel do, that do way. Do you think LeBron – He's going to Utah. He's going to Utah. Yeah, I can see LeBron living in Salt Lake. Not, Come on. He, they, they got like four picks in the draft. I'm sure one of them will be Bronny. So do you Tyvis, think, no yeah. black man would ever choose to live in Utah. Are you crazy? Facts. Carl Malone. Well, go back and look at what Donovan Mitchell said about his time there. Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Come on now. So Carl Malone didn't have a great career in Utah? 
Dwayne Wade owns it. He owns a part of it. Well, I'm, I'm gonna tell you Dwayne what. Wade, I, I, I could I could see LeBron James not forcing himself out of L.A. after this year if it don't look any better. I, 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 mean, I, I, I why would he? Sign? I don't understand I, what he the was doing. The only problem is I, in a tra- I think for the Cavs, they need to get him as a free agent and not a trade, don't they? Yeah, they can't give up pieces. They I don't agree. Have, you know. Right. Be surprised what people do. You never know. <laughs> Can we get an every team trade? You know, I'm gonna tell you, I'm a trade that need that. A trade that needs to happen. Dame Lillard gets traded to the Bucks because he wants to play with Giannis. I'm gonna need you. Yeah, do you want a space His shuttle for Christmas is, wait, too? They, they can't have two double supermaxes though. <laughs> no, he's making like three hundred million. Well, listen, a year. we I mean, we we will give up everybody yet. but Giannis. All we need is those two. <laughs> yes, we as so you, uh, yeah. you, you, when did you become a Bucks guy? Are you out of your mind, Tyvis? I know you're. I know you're a Bucks guy. You've known that I know, for a long, no, I know you're a Bucks time. guy. That connection's also messing with his. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, it is. The Tyvis, Bucks have won a championship with the team they have. Yeah. Chris Middleton's a hell of a player. No, no. I know he's been. Wait a minute. Let me let me log out and come back. Hold on. Log wait out. a minute. All right, go Tyvis, 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 Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.